Hello, this is Justin Coleman, Senior Pastor at University UMC, and this is our podcast. I hope these messages engage your mind, touch your heart, and inspire you to serve God and your neighbor. Check us out online at universityumc.church. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. I'm glad for us to be together this morning. We're celebrating the reign of Christ Sunday, and this marks the very end of a liturgical season called Ordinary Time. It serves as the prologue to the festivities of Advent, and so next week you'll see the Advent wreath all set up, the pyramids, which is just the churchy word for the fabric on the communion table, the pyramids will change to blue next week. But today, we celebrate Christ's role as Lord of all, Lord of the church, Lord of the world, and Lord of our lives. Let's begin with prayer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing to you, Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This morning, we have heard scripture read from the book of Revelation. Our lection comes from the very beginning of the book, and it opens with this vision of Jesus Christ, the king over all kings for all time. We live in an area right now, an era of deconstructing authority, deconstructing political authority, spiritual and societal authority. And because of this, Christ the King Sunday, or Reign of Christ Sunday, can feel uncomfortable. We have seen kingdom rulers and throne sitters do terrible things from their positions of power, both in the political sphere and in the church sphere. My husband Jimmy and my daughters and I all went to Saxapaha to camp last weekend. We passed a house with a 12-foot-high wooden cross planted in the front yard. It was draped with white fabric, as many crosses are after Easter. But as I drew closer, I realized that it was not plain white fabric, but instead a Trump-Pence flag that adorned that cross. Reign of Christ Sunday might be a complicated metaphor, but it's one in which we need to pay attention. Let's study our passage of Revelation this morning to help us frame who Jesus Christ is and how we are expected to live under this reign of Christ. Revelation begins and ends like a letter. We have this greeting, grace and peace to you. If it was a letter from my grandmother, it might begin, Dear Toby Lada. If it was a formal letter to me, it would likely begin, Dear Reverend Nguyen. If it was from my teenage daughter, it would probably be a text, and it would begin, Brah, with maybe an eye roll emoji. But instead, we have this greeting, Grace and peace to you. This is the combination of the Greek greeting, which is very close to the word grace, and the Hebrew greeting, which is shalom. So already we have an inclusion of Jews and Gentiles, or as Southerners would say, all y'all. It goes on to describe God in this beautiful three-part language from the one who is, who was, 
and is coming. Grace and peace to you, University United Methodist Church, from the one who is and was and is coming. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn among the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. And this is where I want to focus our time together today, on these three descriptions of Jesus Christ in this final vision in the Bible. I believe that they'll teach us how we're expected to live under the reign of Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn among the dead, the ruler of the kings of the earth. These three descriptors of Jesus correspond to the three titles given to God the creator in the verse prior, who is, who was, who is to come. Let's look closely at who Jesus is as named in Revelation. The faithful witness. Jesus Christ faithfully proclaimed the message of God in his life, and this faithful proclamation led to the execution of Jesus, the faithful witness. The firstborn among the dead. Victory over death was signaled by Jesus' resurrection. Firstborn among the dead means of those who have died, he was the first to be resurrected. The first, because we will follow. We say that every time we say the Apostles' Creed. We believe in the resurrection of the body. That's our body. We believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. The third descriptor we have here of Jesus is the ruler of the kings of the earth. This descriptor of Jesus also names a mystery of faith. We believe that Jesus is the authority over all powers of authority, while also naming a future role as a universal sovereign. Now and not yet. Let's look at scripture a little better to understand these three characteristics of Jesus. Jesus as lover, Jesus as liberator, and how Jesus lived his life. First, the faithful witness. It's a focus on our lives, really. Jesus loved us, loves us. John chapter 15 says this, As the Father loved me, I too have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy will be in you and your joy will be complete. This is my commandment. To love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than to give up one's life for one's friends. Jesus was such a faithful witness to God's love, and that love extends into my life and yours. This witness extends through Jesus' ministry and led to his execution. The firstborn from among the dead. I think this focuses on the church, freed and liberated through service. Let's look together at this chapter in Galatians chapter 5. It says this, Christ has set us free for freedom. 
You were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only don't let this freedom be an opportunity to indulge your selfish impulses, but serve one another in love. You were called to freedom so that you can serve one another in love. All the law has been fulfilled in a single statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus is a liberator frees people. And the way that Jesus loves and frees is through service. This is how Jesus sets people free, through serving them. And then the third descriptor we have of Jesus here is the ruler of the kings of the earth. This is a focus on the world. And I want to read from Isaiah. It will tell us how Jesus sustained peace through justice. Isaiah chapter 9, these will be familiar words. A child is born to us, a son is given to us, and authority will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be vast authority and endless peace for David's throne and for his kingdom, establishing and sustaining it with justice and righteousness, now and forever. This is what Isaiah tells us, that the throne on which Jesus sits will be sustained with justice and righteousness, now and forever, and will be of endless peace. We'll read these verses again next month. Jesus' kingdom is one of peace through justice. So how do we live under the reign of Christ the King? As the priesthood of all believers, which Pastor Justin told us about last week, as the priesthood of all believers, we have been loved, we have been liberated through service, and we have an example of what the kingdom of God looks like. And this is how we know that Christ is King, that Jesus reigns, Jesus loves serves, and brings peace through justice. I want to be a part of this kingdom. We're told that the kingdom of God is now. So how do I participate in God's kingdom now? We love others. Now this seems like it might be easy, but we have Thanksgiving coming up this week, and I don't know about you, but the work that goes into loving those people that sit around that table, that's a lot of work. This is intentional love, a love that shares experiences together and shares feelings, a love that listens and engages and shows up and forgives. The other way that we participate in God's kingdom, we love others, we serve others sacrificially. Are you looking for ways to deepen your spiritual life? I think this is a good place to start. It's with a daily, a weekly, and a monthly practice. Pray daily. It doesn't have to be fancy. Pray every single day. Worship weekly. Gather with your community and worship together weekly. And then monthly, set aside some time every single month to serve your community. 
pray daily, worship weekly, serve monthly. Do you remember Galatians? This is what it said. You were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only don't let this freedom be an opportunity to indulge your selfish impulses, but serve each other through love. You can peruse our weekly email for ways to serve in your local community. You can give me or Erica Lusk, who's your missions team lead, a call. We're here to serve as your mission matchmakers. Do you hear the little song going through your head, matchmakers? Come have a conversation with us about how God is nudging you, and we can help you make that connection. This is the purpose of the missions team here at this church, to help you deepen your spiritual life by connecting you with the work that God is already doing in this community. Through missions, you can serve others sacrificially and invite others into the reign of peace through justice by working toward systemic change. Christ is not a tyrannical ruler. When we grasp this, our lives become sources and avenues for praise. Love, service, and peace through justice. This is what Jesus has done, is doing through the body of Christ, and will continue to do through the reign of Christ. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Thank you for making your home among us. Show us where you are calling us to relocate our lives so that we can relate to those in need. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can visit us at universityumc.church where you can find services, events, and other ways you can get involved. Remember that we love you. We hope you have a great week. We hope the peace of Christ is with you, and we hope to see you soon.